Thank you for joining us. The Dacus Report is on the air to defend your religious freedom, your parental rights, and other civil liberties. And now, with the latest information, is your host, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Uh, On today's show, we're going to talk about churches and their opportunity to have their voice heard like never before prior to the next midterm election in 2024. Uh, tell us talk about these and other case matters we have with us here. The uh, pastor liaison for the Pacific Justice Institute, uh, Peter, Pastor Peter Mord, uh, who also has an office that just opened up for Pacific Justice Institute. First, uh, the Biden administration has announced recently, just I guess last Friday, mm-hmm. that they will be terminating the Title 42 public health policy at the U.S.-Mexico border on May 23rd. Right. My understanding, Peter, is that this is going to result in many, many more people, hundreds of thousands, millions coming across the border illegally. Right. Is that? Absolutely. So our border patrol offices are already overwhelmed at the border. Um, There are thousands. uh, Right now, it's about um, and anywhere from six to 8,000 a day are coming across our Southern border illegally, um, per day, per day, per day. And, and that's just the ones they know of, right? Um, that's not, that's not the ones that kind of, you know, find a, find a crease and, and we're not aware of. So six to 8,000 a day. And with Title 42, they have some holding facilities and they have some things that they can do to try to, you know, keep them at bay. Um, and, then, and, and, then and release back. them and, and, and sent and send them back. So they're not released into our country. Right. Right. So that's, that's happening right now, right now, as far as keeping at bay and then sending some of them back, right. not releasing and, them. And still a but lot get of, rid them, of that completely. If, absolutely. And, and, and just, they'll just let them go free anywhere in the country. Uh, all they have to do is lay claim to just say, I have, I have an asylum. I, I'm, I'm seeking an asylum. And they'll right. say, okay, we take your word for it. Go and. Well, and we'll contact you in a few years on when you need to appear in court. That's the problem is legally <laughs> there's no way to verify whether or not they have a legitimate asylum case for uh, asylum case. For instance, PGI works with legitimate asylum cases. Well, people and from communist countries, exactly. radical Muslim countries exactly. or Christians and Jews are being persecuted. Their their lives are on are imminent threat to, to uh, be taken by some radical. So those are the people we help. Those people, those frauds coming from south of the border. No. We don't touch exactly. those because they're fraudulent. Right. So everyone knows it. That's the sad. That's the thing. It's like it's no joke. Everyone knows it. Border Patrol, Biden administration knows right, it. Right. So so take those fraudulent cases and times them by ten thousand, and that's what we're going to be getting. Um, anywhere from eighteen to twenty thousand people a day uh, will be overwhelming our system. Um, that's a massive increase, a three hundred percent increase actually from last year to this year. And last year was a twenty-four year high highest year on record in the United States history for illegal immigrants coming across the border and staying, not just coming across and leaving, coming across and staying. So our systems are already overwhelmed and now it's going to go from really bad to really worse. Uh, and, and what I think is going to end up happening is you're going to get these, you're going to get massive um, uh, amounts of border patrol agents just hanging, hanging it up saying, I, we, this is pointless. Why even have a border patrol? With without Title Forty Two, and actually, a lot of the people are 
are you know waving the flag but it's it's if 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 may 23rd comes and title 42 goes away this country will be a completely different country what is a country without a sovereign border and so uh, basically where we become borderless right and anyone and anything can come across that border yes in mass yes what, what are we talking about we're also we're talking about so let people understand definitively we're talking about a lot of drug dealers right uh, I understand fentanyl, the number one way it comes into this country is from the Mexican border. Right. Fentanyl last year, uh, which comes from China, by the way, mm -hmm. originally. So mm -hmm. China makes it, they get then through Mexico. They, they, they know how, how incompetent our administration is. Sure. So they go through Mexico and they bring it in. And last year, more than 100,000 people have reportedly died from fentanyl in just last year alone. That's mm. more than almost double those who died in the Vietnam War. Mm. Fentanyl is killing massive numbers of Americans. That alone should say, shut the border down. And by the way, let's talk about shutting off trade with China. Right. Um, they are literally murdering more than 100,000 people a year in the United States. I've done funerals for them, Brad. It is a, it is a sad thing that we have a massive issue that's not being addressed. Um, not, you know, and we say, well, it's an overdose problem. No, it's a border problem. The, the overdoses are just coming because it's available. These, these young people are conflicted. They, they, they'll take whatever is available. We've yeah. got to seal our Southern border. And, and I will tell you one, one other thing that's really, really sad is the amount of human trafficking that's happening at the Southern border is terrible right now. Wait until title uh, 42 goes away. The, the amount of human trafficking we will have we will have slavery that triples in doubles and triples over the next two years. Now you use the word slavery. Yes. Why slavery? They are imprisoning these young girls uh, in the sex slave trade. It's literally a slave trade. They are imprisoning these girls, and 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 we. I mean, hundreds of thousands are freed every year, but it just it's just touching the surface. How can what bothers me is like, how can feminists? support this existing administration, the Biden administration, mm -hmm. when they seem so demeaning of women and, and a couple of points. One is, is of course, uh, the the uh, decision to have women's sports basically mm -hmm. become non-existent because right. they're allowing biological males to compete. We've right. all seen that. It makes yeah. women's sports a joke. But this is even more dire when you think about it. Right. And that it's basically the Biden administration saying, come on in with these little girls, these pedophile... Uh, uh, to pedophiles or young teenage prostitutes, bring them on in the United States. We don't care. Right. We're not going to check. We're not going to validate. Let them come on in. And we're looking at a huge, massive number. This isn't just one or two a month no. uh, that are being brought into human trafficking and child prostitution. We're talking about large, huge numbers, and it's going to increase all the more if Title 42 um, on May 23rd is is. Uh, no longer enforced. Many experts believe that if you take the total number of legal immigrants that come across the border, which next year it's projected to be 7 million. So if you have 7 million illegal immigrants coming across, uh, about a third of that are people who are being trafficked. Some, Whoa. Some of those- some You said of, a third? A third are people who are being trafficked. Now, sometimes it's coyotes uh, just trying to get money to get people in, but, but they are being trafficked. Well, yeah, well, coyotes, I mean, let's not downplay that. Yes. You say it's just coyotes. I mean, so a coyote is uh, someone who's in it's Mexico. It's a Mexican gang 
uh, okay. controlled by the cartels that that basically all they do is traffic people. That's it. So people pay them money. Someone desperate to get in the United States from Guatemala or somewhere. They, they charge them money, big, big bucks, like a, a thousand or five thousand, a lot, lot of money. And if and you they, can't pay it, you have to work in slavery for a year to try to work towards your freedom. Oftentimes, you never in the United it. States mm -hmm. as a, as someone in uh, prostitution or et cetera. Yes. So lots this of is, other ways. So they're linked in with the whole scheme of the prostitution and then they don't get out. Yeah. They it's keep not them just prostitution, slavery. Brad. It's making drugs. It's all sorts of illegal activity. I mean, in, in Houston, just two weeks ago, they found a house with 92 people living in it. All of those people were, were trafficked by the coyotes. I mean, this is, this is a massive national problem. It's never being talked about because it is, it is a tool that's being used by, uh, I believe, uh, the cartels to, to, to get a hold on our younger generation. Yeah. Uh, we know that uh, when, going back to fentanyl, um, the fact is people say, well, the people shouldn't just they shouldn't use fentanyl. One of the problems is that fentanyl is being put into brownies. Right. It's being put in and mixed with marijuana. Right. And and other 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 drugs that seemingly are not as harmful, but they put it in these these drug dealers because they say, hey, my marijuana is better. You're going to really love this. And they right. use it and it has the fentanyl. So they get a, be a, a better reaction. And they're like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, I want to buy more. Right. It's a part of selling the product. Exactly. And, and yet it, it's, it's deadly. Right. And it's the story after story of, of kids who didn't even know they were taking fentanyl. Majority right. of who died don't even know they're taking it, supposedly. Right. So it's, it's, it's murdering. It's not just people being stupid and taking LSD when they know they shouldn't. Right. It's, it's innocent victims in many yeah. ways in, in, uh, in, in, yeah. in this context. So uh, drug abuse, human trafficking. These are things that the Biden administration implicitly is going to be encouraging on a massive scale. Yes. Uh, criminals, career criminals will be coming in because they'll be effective uh, slaves. So he's he's furthering slavery. Um, this is a very dark presidency administration Absolutely. just looking at the border alone. Yes. Uh, I think that should uh, give people tremendous concern moving forward. Um, there's also some problems dealing with uh, some of his appointees and uh, some of the, the violations of, of free speech that's occurring, uh, specifically uh, the transgender doctor, Rachel, they call it Rachel Levine. This is a man, a biological man. He changed his name to Rachel. He's, I guess, had procedures done mm -hmm. to try to look like a woman. Mm -hmm. uh, every cell in his body says he's a male. Right. His brain is the, ma is the brain of a male. Right. Uh, his body structure, mu muscle structure, bone, uh, it's, it's of a male. So of he's hundred percent biological male, hundred percent mental, cognitive, neurological male. Yes. Just make it really clear. But he goes by Rachel has done some things to his body to look like a woman. Uh, he has, was made the assistant health secretary. Yes. And I understand that, that, uh, Twitter has, uh, and has decided to censor anyone that provides information about him being a biological male. Tell me that's not true. Yeah. And, and in fact, uh, a few people who I know personally, all they did was chronicle his life events as listed on Wikipedia. Uh, he grew up as a, as a young man. He went to college as a male, then decided to transition. And now he calls himself a female. That's all they said was he began as a male, 
Now he says he's a female. That's it. No, no nothing but the information that was stated online and Twitter saying that's false. Now, this Rachel L- L- Levine, uh, he uh, he hasn't tried to deny that he is a transgender. This isn't something he's saying. No, no, I've always been a woman. You're you're this is offensive. I mean, that, that's not the issue. He's no. he's been open that he's a transgender. Right. So I, I'm trying to understand. I mean, in order to be a transgender, you have to be actually biologically something different than what you're trying, the facade you're trying to p- portray. Right. So, I, so, I mean, you so know, so is this, uh, so where, where's, the, where, where's Twitter coming from? This is point, illogical. The point is Twitter is no longer going to allow you to tell the truth that there are only two genders. And they're not going to let you say that someone else used to be another gender. If you do not, if you do, you're going to, you're going to be considered misgendering someone, even if you say they used to be a man or they used to be a woman, they will, they will criticize you for being offensive and misgendering that person. Well, that's all you're doing is telling the truth about their history. And, and that's how far culture, cancel culture is going to, to, to go to great lengths to try to create this narrative that there's an infinite number of genders, they are really ignoring the truth. And, right. and it's so plain to see, um, yet Twitter just will not recognize this. Yeah. And this broke this morning, but Elon Musk has the largest amount of shares in Twitter. Nine, I think 9.9% uh, of Twitter he owns now. And I believe he's going to continue to buy Twitter until he can bring the reform that it needs. I don't know that. I don't know why he would buy so much of Twitter if he, if he doesn't want to. You know, I know he wants to reform it because he said that before. But I think there's going to be a lot of people like him that says this needs to stop. So Elon Musk, his background. Yeah. So his background is he's just a, a massive. He's the richest man in the world. He owns uh, SpaceX. He owns Tesla. And, and he's not a bastion for conservative values. But what he is, is he's someone who calls out someone else who's not telling the truth. And, and so he's been calling out Twitter for the last three or four months. And now he's putting his money where his mouth is. I think a lot of, a lot of Americans should wake up and say, hey, something, something big's happening when people are so sick and tired of this type of cancel culture that they're willing to pay their own personal money in order to shut down these oligarchs. Yeah. What, what I think is interesting is, is the, the fact that they're protesting saying that so that uh, Levine was uh, a man and, you know, before he w- became a, quote, woman, he was a man. I think that actually that's very liberal to say that because in the eyes of God, how does God see it? He's still a man. He's still a man. He's still a man. Hence, how should how should Christians see it? Right. He's still a man. Absolutely. Um, and that you cannot change what God created Every single cell in his body, every single cell, the DNA is unanimous as to what his gender is. They all scream and yell, he's a man. Right. So, so some of these people that have been deplatformed, like Charlie Kurt, uh, they just wanted to see how far Twitter was willing to go. And now they know. Twitter was willing to go so far as to deny his own personal history. So what you're saying is exactly right. It'd be one thing if we were out, out, if conservatives were out there telling the absolute truth that he's still a man, but they're just saying what his own personal history is. 
and they're still censoring him. Imagine what they would do if if they came out and actually told the whole truth, which is what we're telling right now. Yeah, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. I mean, that's all we're, we're talking about. We're not talking yeah. about promoting propaganda or hiding something that's not true. The whole truth is he, uh, he was born a male. Every cell in his body says he's a male. His, uh, neurologically, every aspect of him is 100% male. Gender identity dysphoria is a mental condition. It's mm -hmm. not a biological condition. People who have that um, decide instead of getting counseling to deal with the issue that is causing them to want to deny their past or become a different person. Often there's, a, uh, there's trauma, there's uh, abuse involved. Uh, but instead of resolving that, they want to cut, cut up their body, cut off parts of their body, to get injections for hormones to try to look like something, to try to become a different person in their mind rather than actually address the truth of their reality. Truth is completely on this side uh, from a Christian biblical worldview. Lies, deception, destruction is completely on this side of those who are promoting the radical LGBTQ transgender Sure. Uh, movement. And that's and, what we see here. This is a classic example of what Twitter's trying and here's to do. The biggest, it's about lies and deception. Absolutely. And here's the biggest issue with this is this is not someone who's a private citizen anymore. He was appointed to the Health and Human Services uh, Department as leadership. So he's um, a public figure. He's a public figure. He's making decisions for our schools, for our communities. This is something that the administration blatantly did to appease the LGBTQ IA plus uh, you know, agenda. And I think, I think we need to back up and say, this is, this is a big deal because not just of the principle that's being denied, but the person and the position that he holds. Right. And so that's why this is a big deal. And, and not just the people who are being deplatformed, but what the deplatform is saying about our culture and our society. Yeah. Uh, as far as this gentleman, uh, Rachel Levine, you know, I think, Conceptually, if someone can do their job, mm -hmm. you know, the, the question is, is this mental condition preventing them from doing their job? Um, if not, fine, let them do their job. Um, if it does inhibit them in some way from doing their job, uh, then that needs to be looked at objectively. So we're not talking about uh, saying anyone who has a, a certain mental condition should be automatically disqualified from any employment, we're just saying, let the truth go forward. And we as, so we as a society can objectively, and the administration should objectively look at their qualifications. And, uh, but at the very least, not use, use this position as a way to further some other agenda at the expense of choosing the right person for the job. Maybe, maybe uh, Levine has the skills, the abilities to do a good job. I have not done my analysis of his uh, his competency. Uh, but at the very least, it should not be used as a pretext to silence truth and silence information. Right. Uh, as a public figure, when someone becomes a public figure, they're subject to public scrutiny. And uh, that includes their background, their experience, and how that may play out or not play out in them conducting their job. So, uh, you know, no one likes, you know, anyone to be harassed needlessly or to be bullied. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about the free open marketplace of ideas 
and letting information go forward, let truth go forward. And we should should uh, be able to do that and discuss it, especially with regard to public figures. Yeah, absolutely. And and we have to wave this flag. This is why we're talking about this. We have to wave the flag of, of religious freedom, but also freedom of speech. I, I think it would be everyone would be up in arms if there was a Christian candidate that was appointed by an administration and everything about his or her past because they had a bad past or whatever was we, we can't talk about that. No, 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 no. You don't don't talk about that. Well, of course, they'd want to talk about the Christians past. You know what I mean? Right. So this has to be, you know, if someone has a past where whether it's LGBTQ or or whatever, if they're a public figure, that's free game. And I right. think to silence people just to to, you know, help a narrative go forward. That's really dangerous. Right. Uh, because what you're doing is you're basically saying we choose what is true. We choose what the facts are, not you. They're 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 denying biological truths. And if they can if they can get us to go along with denying biological truths, everything's free game. I know we have a at PJ have a case. Uh, we've actually we're in, in litigation right now as we speak up in uh, uh, it's actually Grants Pass, Oregon, mm -hmm. where two teachers public school teachers uh, on their own time, on their own website or communication, uh, communicated how they are supportive of policies that are respectful for the conscience of teachers when it comes to kids in the class who want to have gender identity dysphoria and say, you know, don't call me Bill, Billy anymore, call me Betty. Mm. And the teacher, we, you know, they were saying teachers should not have to compromise their conscience and affirm something that they see as not true as a lie. They shouldn't have to use pronouns that violate that. They shouldn't. Uh, they should be allowed to be able to contact the parents of the child, of course, and discuss that and work with the parents. Make sure the parents are aware of it, so the parents yes. can do what's appropriate that, for their particular child. They're very reasonable policies. Someone in that school district somehow got a hold of it or, or found out about it on the internet. Uh, contacted the administration, this, this school district administration. They investigated these these teachers like they're criminals. Hmm. Then they fired them. Well, we at Pacific Justice Institute, we filed a lawsuit on their behalf. Uh, the school board has now, one person shifted. So now they, they rehired the teachers. Uh, we're still continuing with our litigation because we now want full damages. Uh, the reason is because people in the United States of America should not have to lose their job because they right. disagree with the radical left uh, ideology of government right. or of a school district. Yeah. And uh, it's a very important case. But that I, the whole concept of maintaining freedom, ex uh, freedom to express themselves on their own private time and their own, their own way without being punished or censored as, as Twitter is doing, this is outrageous. This yeah. goes totally against the principles of a free society. That's absolutely right. If a, if a kid, if a teacher saw a kid harming themselves, they are commanded by law to report that. It's, it's And to let the parents know. Yes. It's called the duty to warn. You have to tell, hey, they are harming themselves. Well, if you see a kid who is going through chemical castration or going through some sort of hormonal treatment and the parents don't even know. Why wouldn't you want the parents to be involved with that major decision? Brad, that can't be reversed. That child, 13, 12, sometimes, you know, even as young as 11 years old, that are making these, these decisions that are going to have permanent consequences for the rest of their lives. Yeah, they're, they're permanently sterilized. Right. 
permanently sterilized after several months. And, and then even those who are just wear, you know, wearing the clothes of the opposite sex at public school, some schools, they'll have the kids, you know, the, the boy will say, okay, Johnny, uh, we, we're going to call you Jill and we'll have your clothes that we've acquired for you to change into when you come to school. So you'll dress like a girl. We'll treat you like a girl. We're not going to let parents know about it. Uh, that's also harmful because the studies show that children who are uh, affirmed this delusion, this confusion, um, that, and if they're left alone, most will work, work through it, not have the, the confusion anymore. Mm -hmm. But if the school affirms it and the child doesn't escape it, mm -hmm. and then statistics show that most of them won't live past the age of 30. Uh, they have deep depression. Uh, if they have the surgery and all this pro processes, it doesn't reduce the death rate. Mm -hmm. The only thing that reduces the death rate and the depression is proper counseling right? And, and to get to the bottom of why they feel the need to escape their gender that they have, what happened, what uh, relationally took place, et cetera. Absolutely. So it's, it's, it's cruel. It's, it's inhumane. That's the kind of thing that uh, needs to be contested. And, um, and those are, that's why these, 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 uh, the freedom to express ourselves in whether it's on Twitter or as an employee is so important. Yes. Yeah. Pacific Justice Institute invites you to join in the fight to protect our religious liberties. Consider volunteering in one of our California offices or become an affiliate attorney. Visit our website to find out more, pji.org. And while you're there, subscribe to our Legal Insider to keep updated on all of our current cases. Pacific Justice Institute. Together, we can make a difference. So folks, just remember, it's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms. Thank you for listening in today. To find out more about the Pacific Justice Institute or the Dacus Report, call 916-857-6900 or log on to pacificjustice.org.